0: Oh, thank you all for tuning into the 536 episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, your host, Daryl D. Lane, as always. Wherever you are, however you may be listening, I want to thank you for making me and this show part of your day, whether it be via Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iRadio, SoundCloud, Pandora, whichever podcast, the platform, you may be listening to me via... Being recorded from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, per the new usual. Gonna have a great podcast for all you guys today. Gonna to have Mr. Zach on to talk NFL. We're gonna give our predictions for week 11 of NFL action. Also, uh, talk a little bit about the, about the Bills, going through a little bit of a rough patch, maybe get it to some NBA as well. Before we get to that conversation, I'm gonna give my shameless plug as always. First time listener, thank you, but subscribe and follow right now. Also, share this podcast to your friends and family right now, whether it be Reddit threads, Facebook group chats, etc., etc. Check on the description below. Also, if you use Spotify, I have everything timestamp. You can click on the timestamp and we'll send you to whichever part of the podcast you'd most like to listen to. Folks, it is for your convenience. Follow me on Twitter at Night underscore Lane and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just type in Daryl Lane. You will find it I post two to five minute clips of this podcast right here as well as my syndicate show outside the shop. And lastly, if you have Apple or iTunes, give me five stars and a great review. And if you don't have anything nice to say... And take a page from what your mama told you. Because my mom taught me this. She said, Daryl, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. And cut up next to the break I'm on Barbershop Sports Talk. And I'm Mr. Zach on the show. Cut up next to the break I'm on Barbershop Sports Talk. off, Sports Talk and we have Mr. Zach with us how you doing man? good afternoon Daryl I'm, I'm doing fine
1: I'm up here up here in Buffalo uh, dealing with the uh, winter, winter weather conditions everything's closed
0: how much snow is outside?
1: um uh so in some areas, in some areas it's high, but in my in my areas, in and when in, in my area, I guess it's at maybe eight ten inches of snow. It's not nothing like they predicted five feet or all this other stuff. But that's in my part of town. They say it's changed. It changes all all down by the lake. It's changed. the weather is different on in different areas of city. Um, I looked up on this side. It's only it's only maybe eight inches or so like right that. Traffic is moving in my area again.
0: How do you feel about uh, the Bills being moved uh, from Orchard Park? Obviously, to, they're going to be playing Ford Field in Detroit this Sunday against the Cleveland Browns.
1: Um, I don't know if they jumped the gun or they, they just take safety precautions to make sure everything runs smoothly. Um, and it's Cleveland's able to get into Buffalo, which I, um, you know, which is um, a short drive down the road, three hours. Uh, it's a three-hour drive. Um, Detroit is in a close vicinity of both, both Buffalo and Cleveland. <clears throat> um, I don't know if they jumped the gun on, the, um, on moving the game, but the NFL is big on um, planning and scheduling and planning things in case of uh, emergency. Uh, the Bills had a game moved to Detroit some years ago. And then they've also played some games in some horrific conditions, and the fans seem to love it. Um, don't be surprised if you see half a Buffalo down in Detroit. I don't even know how they're going to get there,
0: but <laughs> they'll show up. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to be making the trip, though? You're, you're going to take a pass on that trip? I'm not sure yet. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm kind of fantasizing about going to Detroit for... For a game, it'd be nice, but it's all about what the weather conditions and the you know the road conditions. Um, i I'll, I'll I'll be thinking about it. Um, tomorrow afternoon is probably my deadline for me to decide.
0: Yeah, you know, I will say this: what they should do is, and I don't know if they have done this, but the Bills obviously. Uh, for everybody who is season ticket holders, the, their season ticket should automatically transfer over to the Detroit game, right? Like, that should definitely happen. That's the, big, that's the question that I have, but I'm, I
1: haven't... I've heard it from certain people, but I haven't heard it from the main source yet. And also... I, I don't see why
0: not. Yeah, and also, I will say this, oh, since the Pagoulas are billionaires, right? In the NFL, multi-billion dollar industry... They should also pay for buses to get the fans down to Detroit, especially fans who were, you know, season ticket holders or were going to pay because just to abruptly move a game. I get it because it's weather, but that's also not fair to the fans and the paying customer. And I don't think that's too much to ask. Sure is. That's a lot of of buses. They should be able to handle it. Yeah, you can get multiple buses. buses. People verify that they bought a ticket. You can do that. You have one driver. it That's the least you can do for the fans when you take a home game away from them like that so abruptly. Right? That's the least you can do, in my opinion. Well, I don't
1: know if they have a refund policy or they'll give us this. We'll give you a, a credit for next year or, or credit for a playoff ticket, which,
0: which isn't guaranteed either. So you were at the Bills game last week, Vikings versus Bills. Oh, uh, no. How- oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what was the air in the stadium like? Uh, well, well, let's just start. What was the feeling after the game? Because you, you, you have boots on the ground. What was the feeling after the game with fans? Silence.
1: Silence. Silence. Silence and disappointment. Not much, not much screaming and cursing. Uh, uh, it, it was almost like a shock because they just witnessed. They just witnessed one of the greatest performances ever in history by a, by, by a wide receiver. He, he he put on he put on a clinic. I've been I've been going to football games for decades, after decade after decade. I've never seen a performance. In, per- in person keyword in person i've never seen a, a wide receiver perform like that in person unbelievable the grace in in the grace and the the style that he
0: played with i i've never seen nothing like it yeah that one-handed catch he made was absolutely surreal uh the way he runs the way he run his patterns, the way he breaks on his cuts, the, the
1: the smoothness of when he, he comes off the line with the snap. Oh man, he he he, he is something special.
0: And I don't think the Justin
1: building... Jeff, Mr. Jefferson.
0: Yeah, Justin Jefferson. I don't. I know, they, I know that wasn't the question, but I, to, I um.
1: That's all I can think about when I was leaving that stadium. Is this
0: dude is amazing. No, no, he was clearly surreal, surreal, uh, and arguably. I mean, yeah. After a performance like that, it's hard not to say he's the best receiver in all of football, with respect to guys like and Stephon I've Diggs. Seen, I've seen some great performances on TV, and I've seen some great performances on in person. That was the
1: greatest in person performance by a receiver I, I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, it was. It was fantastic, and. You know, what makes it even more impressive is it's not like the Bills had bad coverage and the corners weren't doing a good job. A lot of the time he was covered. They weren't leaving him a lot of space. Uh, Great players just make plays. The greatest I've seen a lot of great performances, and up
1: until that time, the greatest in-person performance I've seen was Keenan Allen from the San Diego Chargers. About five years ago, I saw him put a -A 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 clinic on at the stadium. And... And um, him and Philip Rivers, but um, I, and I've seen them all. Harold Carmichael uh, with the Eagles, um, Paul Warfield with the Dolphins, Andre Reed with the Bills, and all so on so forth. West Chandler with the Chargers, all, all
0: all up and down the line, I've seen great receivers. But that was that was the show of a lifetime. What was your reaction? Just describe the stadium's reaction to when the Josh Allen fumble happened, so at this point, the Bills are up thirty to twenty-seven. They just get the goal line stand. They're backed up, and then everyone the- is still,
1: everyone is still celebrating the fumble. They, they they were they they couldn't believe it. We were still slapping five and hollering about this fourth down stoppage of the, of the of 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 the Vikings on the fourth and goal. people was. And when the fumble happened, I wasn't even looking. I was turning around talking to the fans. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That one hurt. That one hurt as a deal fan.
0: How quickly did things... How quickly did the <laughs> stadium go silent when that fumble happened?
1: Oh, uh, now you heard a lot of curse words then, but I, I almost couldn't believe it. It, it, no no one no one could believe it no one could believe it it was a oh my goodness moment
0: in your time watching sports have you ever seen something like that
1: a uh, meltdown uh that's that's a that was an official meltdown um oh i've seen i I've, I've seen crazy plays i was at the third, the 13 second game uh, i've seen crazy plays you know so um That was maybe one of my wonder if I I tasted the thrill of of a great comeback against Minnesota. About three years ago, we went to Minnesota and Josh made an unbelievable comeback. This time it's the tables turned and and cousins ended up on top. He, He he stood in the pocket under pressure. He took How can I, 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 i'm not I'm not the biggest fan of him but I'm, I'm I'm just I'm just explaining what I witnessed and he was great even with a couple turnovers his accuracy was on point and he stood in the fire of the past rush didn't and he didn't flinch what do you
0: Couldn't think cover. what do you think the bills could have done to prevent you know that late game meltdown for going on or happening again? Well, of course, of course, uh, the forcing
1: of the forcing of the passing game, um, the forcing of the passing game, and and what has been the Bills' biggest downfall since I've been watching the Bills, it's been a it's been a constant year after year after year after year, the inability to stop third and long. Fourth and long. Third and twenty-two. Fourth fourth and nineteen. Third and seventeen. Go back over the years. They they man Third down is a disaster. Third and long. And now we switch it to fourth and long. Um third um third third down defense. Terrible. Never can get off the field.
0: Yeah, just absolutely. And then the 12 men, having 12 men on that goal line stand, which actually the Bills are lucky that uh, the refs didn't pick up on that. But McDermott needs to go back to the drawing board, I think. Uh, A lot of people have given him a lot of credit in Buffalo, but the Bills have really struggled to win these close games. And in the waning moments, the game is often mismanaged and we're often the team who's, you know, the butt of the joke.
1: Labor. Turnovers are turnovers are unacceptable. Uh, consistently we turn over the ball. And um the our defensive philosophy is fine in some areas. Uh, but it's okay to blitz sometimes. It's okay to shoot the pressure of the center of the gap sometimes. Um, we're getting pressure off the edge, but we're getting nothing up the middle. And that was our problem. You know, it's easy. To, it's easy to sit on the sideline and give directions and give and give directions and give your coaching comments or whatever. But being a football man, you you just fake I mean, football is still down to the basics: is throwing the ball, catching the ball, is blocking, and it's tackling. I mean, those that are that's the basis of football. If you come up short on any one of those, you're bound to lose the game. play the play, the play calling leaves me scratching my head sometimes. And we also we don't fall into old habits of forcing the ball downfield. It's 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 okay to it's okay to dump the ball off to the short name. So we're all so we're still in the process of a learning experience. And uh, the window for winning opens and it closes very fast in the NFL. We thought we were in the driver's seat in the AFC East from the beginning, from all the beginning of the season, from all the experts and all the so-called predictions, and now we're in a dogfight. This was supposed to be our division for the next couple of years. The Jets, are, the Jets are gaining fast. Miami's turned their franchise around and still improving fresh, fresh coach, fresh quarterback, fresh ideas. Jets coming across a powerful defensive line. Up and coming, up and coming quarterback, in a great running game, and it, and New England will not, New England will not stay in the in the doghouse or in the bottom of the barrel for long. If Belichick continues coaching, he will find a way to become relevant again. So we're back in the dogfight.
0: Yeah, and it's also interesting. You mentioned Josh now Sometimes you need to take, you know, the short pass. Uh, and I kind of wrote about this for Buffalo Rumblings a few days ago. So that fourth and one the Bills had, which ended up in the fourth quarter where Josh Josh Allen's first pick, that play was Josh Allen's first pick. Uh, he has an open Duke Johnson uh, coming out the backfield on a wheel route, and he looks at him, and he goes off his read. Uh, and then Spencer Brown gets beat inside by Zadarius Smith. Josh Allen then scrambles right, trying to make a throw. A guy's bearing down on him, throws sidearm, uh, and then... Patrick Peterson interception. Right? Like I think sometimes what's going on is the Bills are just struggling with the simple plays. And they're making things harder than they really should be. I think we should have kicked it. Yeah, well, I, I hundred- think we should have field goal. Yeah, I hundred percent agree I with th- that. I think kicking the field goal was a safe was a safe was a safe route.
1: But um, we want to, we want to gamble, we want to gamble, and hmm, I don't know if we try, I don't know if we try to just, you know, put the whole world on Josh's back, <clears throat> or we want him to be a hero. But on a winning football team, on a championship football team, that's not, that's not the ticket. It's all kinds of parts. To this engine and make this engine run, and we can use all that, all, all the parts that we have available. Um, we don't do any motion plays. We Mackenzie's um, become ineffective, um, but I can nitpick on little things like that. But I think we keep that field goal. We 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 still in the driver's seat.
0: So you mentioned Isaiah um, McKenzie. Do you think the Bills need to look at signing an Odell Beckham? Um, well, I thought that was, I thought that was on the table. Yeah, I it is. That was be, I thought that would be in the negotiations. I mean, it is. He's he, looking at he the, could, the Bills, could, Packers, uh, Giants, Cowboys.
1: Yeah, he was stre- he was he was he was stretched the field, and but and, and he's better than Gabe Davis, so he was stretched the field. So, I would love to have, even if it's even even if for even if it's for a short term rental, you know. We need something to spice this team up. or we can be patient and just trust the process. I don't know. I I don't know if we've reached that peak with this guy or not. Can he take us any farther?
0: I think that's a good question. You're talking about McDermott? Yes, sir. Okay. Do you think if the Bills have a disappointing end of the season, let's say they lose in the first round, do you think there could be murmurs? Because Sean Payton's on the market right now. Sean Payton, who's won a Super Bowl, one of the best offensive coaches in football. Would there be any murmurs? You think of potentially the Bills moving off of McDermott and trying to get that next guy? Like, okay, you took us this far, but we need somebody else to take us across the finish line.
1: It's a possibility. It's a possibility. We we blew we blew a lead to Houston in the playoffs. We blew the Kansas City playoff. Uh, a couple years ago, we we um. The Tennessee game, we blew that The playoffs, the road game. Um, all those games were winnable games. Um, this is this will be this will be a big a big a big decision year. Um Oh those Bills fans, they're spoiled. They finally get a good coach and they and they want to get rid of no, no, no. Has he taken as far as he can or is there, or is there room to grow? that will be an determining factor but with four with four to five pro bowlers injured on our defense I I can't just I just can't just forget about that or 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 take that away from his some of his strengths of his coaching ability because when you got a possibility of five pro bowlers at once you got you got uh, White you got Poirier you got Hyde you got Edmonds you got Milano that's five Six players uh, at one time. That's quality players that are pro, pro bowl, and all pro potential.
0: Am I right? No, you're right. You're right.
1: So, so um, sometimes I have to get the coach. I can't be. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a gun. I hate to use the talk about a gun, but it's like a gun with only two bullets. We we ain't loaded. missing out some of our bullets so some of our weapons so just like um, coach will make it make it difficult to make a rash decision on the coach so I might have to pull back on some of my harshness of the coach but the truth is he's been in, he's been effective on snap decisions it didn't it hasn't worked out for us he's prepared his team to, he's prepared his team for the long run but this split second decisions he has trouble making.
0: So, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and kind of next to the break on Barbershop Sports Talk, we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL landscape. Kind of next to the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. with Barbershop Sports Talk, Mr. Zach with us. So, right, we're over halfway through the season, uh, probably around 75% of the season at that 75% mark of the regular season at least. So I'm going to give you some teams and tell me if they're pretenders or contenders, okay? So let's start with the Chiefs. Are they a pretender or a contender? They're
1: definitely, they're definitely a contender. And the thing, the thing that kind of amazes me about the Chiefs, they keep finding new weapons to bring under the game. They, they bring in guys I never heard of, and they're contributing. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Yeah. One week it was Pacheco. Another week it was this other guy. And then, another week it's number nine. Then number next week it's number 11. I'm like, oh, my goodness. they bring bringing guys out like the woodwork that, that are are contributing. And that's, and that's a deep football team. With a coach with a magic bag of tricks for a playbook, they're they're definitely a contender.
0: Dolphins contenders or pretenders?
1: Uh, well, they haven't lost a game that they haven't lost one game that Tua has started and finished. The games that he starts and finishes, they're undefeated. Um They upgraded their. They upgraded their run game. They upgraded their pass pass game off the backfield, and they upgraded their edge rushing. That their, their team, they they are they going to be a problem. Along with that, 100 degree weather, they are they're, they're going to be a problem. So they are definitely are a contender.
0: Baltimore Ravens contenders or pretenders?
1: Team, but their secondary is lacking. Um, they 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 focus on the tight end. Their tight end their tight end game um, is 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 not as strong as it was in the beginning. Um, pretenders.
0: Tennessee Titans contenders or pretenders.
1: Uh, they they're having a little up, they're, they're having a little upswing right now, and they they're leaning on the running game. They only go as five him. you can take them, and I say pretenders
0: So that's a pretenders for the Titans, right? Yes. Okay. New York Jets contenders or pretenders?
1: Um, a little a little bit of both. Um, inexperienced, they're on the come up. They got a lockdown cornerback. They got a powerful interior line. They got an up and coming quarterback, and they got a and they got a hell of a running game. They might be a pretender now, but next year they will not be a pretender. And they can be any team on any given Sunday. That's been proven. But as for now, I say pretender.
0: Buffalo Bills contenders or pretenders? Uh, I see the Bills as a, as a. I see the Bills as contenders. Um, they're they're experienced, they're experienced. postseason team. New England Patriots contenders.
1: Pretender. Pretender. They're, they're not ready. They, they they can't score. And their ability to stop people is only is on the average.
0: Los Angeles Chargers contenders or pretenders.
1: Pretender. They made like, They made a big splash. The quarterback hurt his ribs. He never recovered. Wide receivers are injured. Nah, uh, pretender.
0: Cincinnati Bengals contenders or pretenders.
1: They look good on paper. The best wide receiver is injured. And they, and they and they offensive line, that offensive line is Swiss cheese. Pretenders.
0: I'll give you one more in the AFC. Right, the Colts are four, five, and one. Are they contenders or pretenders for a playoff spot? Uh, they, they're definitely pretenders. <laughs> I mean, they rolled they, wrote, they wrote off the energy of that new Colts for
1: one for one game, with, and with, we'll see what happens. But uh, they went away from their running game. They have they have they have. Uh, Ineffective quarterback um, Injuries on defense uh,
0: Pretender So we went through 10 teams in the AFC right? We went through the Chiefs, the Dolphins, the Titans, the Ravens, the Jets, the Bills, the Patriots, the Chargers, the Bengals, and the Colts Out of all 10 of those teams The only contenders that you had were The Chiefs, Dolphins, and Bills That's it what That's would, it. what would one of those teams uh, that were that you had as pretenders, right? So the Titans, the Ravens, the Jets, the Patriots, the Chargers, the Bengals, the Colts. What would one of those teams have to do to become a contender for you? Well, they
1: are, they're, 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 Most of those teams are basically one dimensional. The Titans, they only can run the ball. They they can't pass downfield. Their defense is off, and their defense is off and on. Baltimore, Baltimore, I mean, that's a one-man army. They can't win it by itself. Um, secondary is suspect. And uh, those other those other teams are not ready for prime time yet.
0: I'll give you one team to think about. If the Bengals get things together, they're 5-4 and four on the season, I think they could definitely, they have the talent uh, where they can do multiple things, right? To be a contender, that's the one thing I'll add. Well,
1: what what flavor cheese did I see the offensive line was
0: <laughs> They stink! <laughs> they stink! <laughs> they stink!
1: cheese. I think Swiss cheese has holes in it, right? Yep. Nah, man. Yeah, man. They 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 sacking that man so much. He 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 won't
0: last. Well, I'll tell you this: that well, well, you you mentioned holes. They don't open up any holes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you right about that? You know they, I um,
1: they made it to the Super Bowl, but I mean, I, I, I give them the credit for that, for going to Kansas City and beating them at home. But uh, great, great young quarterback with with of limited potential, but they 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 can't they they can't protect him, and that's going to be the downfall.
0: So let's go to the NFC now. Philadelphia Eagles, contenders or pretenders? Oh, they're definitely contenders. I mean, they got up to a jump start on the whole league.
1: A young, up-and-coming quarterback. Good defense. Not a good creative coach. They're, they're a contender.
0: Minnesota Vikings, contenders or pretenders?
1: Oh, they definitely they're definitely contended on, on on both sides on both sides of the ball they don't give up they fight they fight they they their offense and they have a combination of a hell of a running game which can bust out a big play at any time uh the tight end the tight end is the tight end is they improved in the tight end area and the wide receiver game is is as a five star, <laughs> so there, are they're, they're, they're possi- there's a possibility of them being an NFC, um, an NFC contender.
0: How much did their win versus the Bills uh, change your opinion of the Vikings? Tell the truth—I forgot they had Patrick Peterson out there in the backfield. Second, year. I was wondering what happened to him. Well, He—he's always been a quality player, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering what happened to him. I mean, I, I mean, he, he's playing playing solid ball. You already got Harrison Smith back, there. he's a perennial pro bowler. And you know about the pass rush guys, so they they, they got a good team.
0: Seattle Seahawks contenders or pretenders? Uh they're a
1: surprise team. They played they 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 played above their above above the predictions that that, that was that were given in the beginning of the season. Geno Swift was playing quality ball. They have a couple of injuries at wide receiver. Uh they it's they're, they're tough out, they are they're they're tough out, but they are a pretender.
0: Tampa Bay Buccaneers, contenders or pretenders?
1: Uh seen their they have seen their best days. Um they have a they have a big play capability here 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 or there but they can, they haven't been consistent
0: enough. Um and uh for the first time in his career Tom Brady has people has people wondering is, did he stay one get one year too long. New York football giants, contenders or pretenders? Team.
1: They're up and coming team. Good coach with a good offensive mindset. Decent offense, ability to win close games. I say, contender.
0: Dallas Cowboys, contenders or pretenders?
1: They look good in their uniforms. They play, They 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 got a great pass rush. But I have my I have my doubts about Dak Prescott. I don't think he's a championship quarterback.
0: San Francisco 49ers, contenders or pretenders.
1: They look good on paper. They quit going to their tight end. Their offense is starting to sputter. Their defense is, their defense looks great on paper, but they haven't been living up to their um, to their potential. I say pretender.
0: Washington commanders contenders or pretenders
1: They're pretenders but they give you a hell of a game they hustle they 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 hustle their butt off.
0: so in the nfc the contenders you had were the eagles the vikings and the giants so you only had three contenders right that's it that's it that's it so three contenders in the nfc three contenders in the afc yeah who who in the nfc do you think has the best shot of becoming a contender for you who you had as a pretender so that would be the seahawks The Buccaneers, the Cowboys, the Niners, the Commanders. Which one of those teams could become a contender?
1: I say the Cowboys. If Dak Dak Prescott can 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 um step up and be the leader he's supposed to be, but I I I, I question his accuracy (laughs) and his mobility in the pocket these days.
0: So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and then kind of next out of the break on Barbershop Sports Talk, we're going to give our week 11 NFL predictions. Kind of next out of the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. AFC championship game. Your kicker's lining up for an onside kick. The chances of regaining possession are slim. Stakes are high. Tensions even higher. Mothers anxiously waiting. Children in the stands. Ready to cry if their team goes home and doesn't get a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Your pulse, racing. He kicks. And you watch as the ball lands. Recovered. Onside kick. Oh, my gosh. Touchdown, Josh Allen. The Bills. They're going back to the Super Bowl. Only in my dreams, right? Now, make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same-game parlays to make this even sweeter. You can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game, all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets. If your team wins, just place a $5 bet on any football game. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, using code TPPN. Despite the fact that he led his high school to four straight state championship game appearances, very few high major recruiters looked at the 6-foot-tall, 180 pounder and said. Quarterback. Go it on a dime, like I ain't even trying, just a kid from Briarwoods, I'm wearing number nine, met Coach Franklin down at Vandy, flipped a happy valley, now I'm coming back. Oh, we're back with Barbershop Sports, i Mr. Zach with us, and now it's time for week 11 NFL predictions, so Chicago Bears at the Atlanta Falcons, who you got?
1: Season as an up and coming team and a competitive team. Our quarterback is really coming to his own. Put weapons around him, he'll be dangerous. i take the Bears.
0: I like the Bears as well, and I'll say the Bears win 24 to 20. This is going to be a physical, old school run the football type of game, but I think really since the Bears have started to unlock their offense with, you know, more QB powers, more read option, more zone read stuff with Justin Fields, that's made the Bears offense uh, light years from what it was in the beginning of the year when they look like a JV football team. So next we have the Carolina Panthers at the Baltimore Ravens. Who you got? Well, I'm taking a home team. Um, the, Ravens,
1: the Ravens are 6-3, and three and they're and they're on... Should be should be able to handle the um the Panthers. I think I think Mayfield's going to quarterback. Um, I, I'm not big on, I'm not big on the Ravens, but they can handle this. They can handle this game. Twenty seven to thirteen.
0: I'm going to go with the Ravens as well, and I'll say thirty four to ten. Uh, I don't see the Panthers being able to score a lot of points. Their offense isn't particularly good, and I think Lamar Jackson uh, and the Ravens are really going to carve up that Panthers defense. Next, you have the Cleveland Browns in Detroit versus the Buffalo Bills. Who you got?
1: Well, we're on a a neutral field, so that takes away something from the Bills. Um, The Mafia traveled, traveled well. home field advantage. Cleveland with a, Cleveland with a powerful running game. A two headed monster with Hunt and Chubb. The Bills have been struggling against the run. Um they they was fair against the run, but they gave up an eighty yard run to Cook in the Minnesota game. But otherwise they were really pretty good against the run, but they just gave up one big play. But this game's going this game will be closer than than what I'm comfortable um, with and uh
0: I say the Bills. I say the Bills twenty-three to twenty-one. I'm gonna go Bills twenty-four to twenty-one. I think this is gonna be a really close football game. The Bills have struggled against the run but that's, And that's one thing we know the Cleveland Browns do very well with that great offensive line and of Nick Chubb. They run the football, they run often, and they run it very well. So I think we're going to struggle with that. I think the Browns are going to be able to kind of control the clock a little bit. Hopefully, Josh Allen, the Bills offense, they kind of cut out the stupid turnovers and the mistakes uh, down in the red zone and in the waning moments of games. But I think this is going to be a game that gets a little dark at some moments, but I do think Josh Allen's going to come through at the end. Next, we have the Washington Commanders at the Houston Texans.
1: Um, watching, watching them uh, play well. They hustle. They bust their butt for their coach. They play hard for their coach. They love that guy. And uh once again, the Texans are uh just stepping. Just a team walked up to build up their stats on. So they play hard. They keep it close in the beginning, but another uh, another loss for the for the Texans. And, and um, a quality win for the for the for, for the for the Washington team. So I say I say the Washington team um, wins a close game, um
0: uh, twenty to seventeen. I'm gonna go Commanders over Texans, and I'll say seventeen to sixteen. I think this is gonna be a close, low scoring football game. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, Tyler Heineke, he's given the Commanders a little bit of some oomph, a little bit of a boost at the QB position. Even though I will say this, th- this is, a- actually want to know what, I'm actually going to change my pick. I'm actually changing my pick as I think about this. I'm I'm going to say uh, I'll reverse it Texan 17 to Commander 16 because Commanders coming off a really emotional win. Uh, NFC divisional rivalry game against the Eagles, short rest on Thursday night football. Then traveling on the road to Houston. This should be a game Houston wins. So I'm going to go with the Texans. Next we have the Philadelphia Eagles at the Indianapolis Colts. Once again, you
1: always got to respect the home team. Philadelphia's coming off the loss, But uh, the energy that the new Colts bring into... Indy we'll keep him keep him competitive early. But uh twenty-seven seventeen Eagles.
0: I'm gonna go with the Eagles and I'll say twenty-three to twenty. This will be a little bit of a closer game than maybe you would think. I also think that Jeff Satter kind of given the Colts a little bit of an oomph and personality and you know, kinda will the win a little bit, kinda those things. Uh, but you know, like I said, the same thing with the commanders, you have a loss, emotional game, Thursday night football, short rest, short recovery. You can't game play in the same way. This game should be a close and Eagles play close games for the most part. Anyway, they were never a team that was blowing teams out. So I expect the Eagles to have a close game would not. I, I don't know who's fat. The Eagles are probably favored in this game, but I would not pick them to cover at all. Uh, but I'm going to Eagles, twenty-three to twenty. So next you have the New York Jets at the New England Patriots. Who you got? Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna, New England's
1: going to play a tough football game. Jets coming off just 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 coming into New England, and uh, 17, 16 Patriots.
0: I'm gonna go twenty to ten. Patriots. The Jets beat New England earlier in the season. I think Patriots Bill check They're gonna learn a little bit about from that football game, and I think they're gonna really confuse Zach Wilson. I think we're gonna see quite a few turnovers for Zach Wilson, and we're gonna see a uh, Patriots win. Next, we have the LA Rams at the New Orleans Saints. You no, know, the Rams are the Rams are having a disappointing
1: season. And the Saints are very and the Saints are very inconsistent. This will this used to be this used to be will be a, a shootout game. Uh you have a three and sixteen and a three and seventeen. Um uh, I'm gonna i gonna, gonna take the Saints. I'm gonna take the Saints. Uh 13
0: Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints as well. I'll say the Saints 20, to the Rams 19. On the road, not a particularly... The the Rams just haven't been a good football team. I'm just going to put that plain and simple. The talent's probably closer than you would think. I know we think of, oh, it's the Rams. It's Matt Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, Sean McVay. They won the Super Bowl last year. But this Rams team clearly isn't the same. And also, Stafford, I don't know how much he's been able to practice with the concussion thing going on. I think he's going to get the start. But uh, none of that really... And Cooper Cup's out for the season, I believe. So... And he's on IR, at least. So... That's a disaster. No, none of that bodes well for ah. the Rams. Uh, so I'm going to go Saints 20 to 19. Next, we have the Detroit Lions at the New York Football Giants. Well, the, the, the,
1: the, Detroit has the ability to put points up, but they give up tons of points. <laughs> and um, 30 to 27 the Giants.
0: I'm going to go with the Giants, 22 to the Lions, 19. This is going to be a close, lower-scoring football game. But I think Jared Goff is going to make some mistakes that Daniel Jones just won't. Next, we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the Denver Broncos. Who you got? Uh, Crappy game. Um, But I'm going to go with the Broncos. I'm
1: I'm going to go with the Broncos. um, 17-6. Raiders can't score.
0: I'm going to go with the Broncos as well. I'll say 22-13. Uh both these teams are struggling to find themselves, but the Broncos do at least have an elite unit on the defensive side of the ball. They've had like a top 5 statistical defense this year, so that should carry them particularly being at home. Next, you yeah, have the Dallas Cowboys at the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, uh, it should be a high
1: should be a high-scoring a high-scoring game. Um, but I'm a, I'm, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the home team. Vikings 31,
0: Cowboys 28. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I'm going to say Cowboys 27, Vikings 24. Obviously, the Vikings, they're coming off a really big win against the Bills. Dallas, they're coming off a really disappointing loss. I I think we're going to see a little bit of a letdown uh, from the Vikings. But if the Vikings win this game... Then this really, I think this really puts the rest of the NFC on notice, right? And I know they, I know they blew out the Eagles, blew them out when they faced each other in Week Two. But how you are in Week Two isn't how you'll be in the NFC Championship game if it comes there. But I think that will do a lot of building in anticipation towards that potential NFC uh, rematch that does happen. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. Next, you yeah, have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh.
1: I'm going the home team. I'm, I'm I'm going Steelers in the upset.
0: 21-20. I'm going to go Bengals 23 to Steelers 17. I don't think the Steelers are going to be able to score enough to beat the Bengals. Though TJ Watt's back, I think the Steelers front seven is going to cost the Bengals offensive line a lot of issues, but really the Bengals should have won their first meeting of the year in week 1 of the season. So They should win this matchup. The the Bengals want to be the team that they hope to be. They should win this game. And then we have Sunday night football. The Kansas City Chiefs at the L.A. Chargers. Chris Collinsworth and Mike Tirico on the call. Kerry Underwood's going to sing. Who you got? Well, um, Chargers
1: always give the Chiefs problems. And they might jump on the Chiefs. And and the Chargers are the home team. But I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are too strong, and I think the Chiefs are playing some damn good football right now. Uh, they jumped into an early lead with Jacksonville. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They, did, they took their foot off the gas, maybe. But I, I say. I say the Chiefs. I say the Chiefs. Uh, Twenty 17
0: Twenty seven seventeen. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs thirty-five to the Chargers thirty-four. I think this is gonna be a pretty high-scoring football oh, okay. game. Okay. Uh, but Mahomes is going to get the job done at the end. I trust Andy Reid. I don't trust Braden Staley. I think Braden Staley is going to do a lot of stupid fourth down stuff, uh, which hurts me because he's a John Carroll guy, but uh, that that's just what he's put out there. And uh, Herbert, I think, is still learning. I don't really like the Chargers offense. The Chargers offense isn't as potent as it should be, but I think at the end of the day, Mahomes, we're going to see Mahomes be clutch and win all these 50-50 games, which is what Mahomes typically tends to do in those situations. And lastly, we have Monday Night Football, San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. Troy Aikman and Joe Buck are going to be on the call. Who you got? Well, I like I
1: like the 49ers in this game. Uh I like the 49ers in this game. Just jump off to jump into a lead in the Cardinals. And of, the Cardinals and of, the Cardinals kind of fight fight and make it interesting at the end. And um but if the forty nine ers can't 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 put up over twenty points, they won't win. So I but I so I'm saying forty nine is twenty four.
0: 49 is twenty four. Arizona twenty one. I'm gonna go with the Niners twenty four to the Cardinals fourteen. Uh the Niners are better on both lines of scrimmage than the Arizona Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray don't look like they have a clue right now. Uh, we're going to see the Niners start to make a run towards this thing like they did last year. The Niners are going to handle business on national TV. And that's all we have for our Week 11 NFL Predictions. i don't know, thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Hey, it's and always, it's always a pleasure, man.
1: And I'd I like to um, give a shout-out. For you having me participating in the
0: show, man, I really look forward to this every week, man. I appreciate you, man. It's 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 an awesome experience working with you. And once again, I want to thank Mr. Zach for coming on the show. I really appreciate it, and I want to thank all of you for tuning into this episode, the 506th episode of Barber Shop Sports Talk.